So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And welcome to the after party. Bye, bye, bye. So for this after party, I wanted to play some audio clips from a couple weeks ago that stood out to me. Some of these guests were amazing, so I wanted to share them with you. In this first audio clip, I chose to play something from Dr. Shirley Davis, and she is the CEO and president of DS Global Enterprises. And she is talking about how differences are needed. You know, we're living in such a divided world. I thought that this first audio clip was so inspiring because I think it is easy to forget that the greatest ideas come from different people coming together and sharing their perspectives. I think we need to embrace our differences instead of hating each other for them. Sometimes those differences are actually, when we come together, help us to think outside of our usual box to reach more people to yeah. uh, to make our, our our company even more relatable in this global market yeah. that you mentioned. I love it. Michelle, same thing with me. Look, I grew up in America, but I have had the fortune of traveling to over 30 countries around the world. And what it has allowed me to do, and I've seen the value of it, I've learned about so many different cultures and norms and beliefs and practices. And I've just learned just about the people and how people think and communicate and how they relate Hmm. to each other. And it has really increased my value and my worth that I bring now back to my country, back to my companies, my clients, my customers, and my friends. I'm able to have a bigger, broader conversation. It's allowed me to be more empathetic. It has allowed me to ask more questions and to be more curious when we can do that that brings a greater level of understanding I did the same thing too went to my first country with my American lens and, and see what you just <laughs> said was, was oh they drive on the right side of the road and and we you know we drive on this side well what I went out of the country and said oh my god they're all driving on the wrong side of the road so I made <laughs> it about right and wrong right. and we make those judgments all the time so that's the realities of it, but that's the world we live in now is that we have got to make an intentional decision, intentionality to be inclusive, to, to create a, a better world where we can understand each other, where we listen to understand and not listen to respond and cut someone off or debate them and discourse, have discourse with them. It's all about trying to get them to see it our way. I will never be able to see it a certain way because I am built a certain way. I'm a woman. I'm a person of color. I'll never be able to see the world from the lenses or the eyes of a white male, right? But I've had a number of conversations to where at least I'm able to ask questions to understand. Now, Lee Strobel was also on the program this week, and he is a New York Times bestselling author. And he was talking about miracles, and he writes books about miracles. He puts people's experiences with miracles in there. And I really liked his definition of what a miracle is. So take a listen to this. We throw around the term miracle kind of loosely these days. You know, you're driving around in a big city and you get a parking place and you say, oh, oh it's a miracle. Come on, that park. is a miracle. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Especially here in Houston. <laughs> but uh, but I, I think the best definition of a miracle that I found comes from the late uh, philosopher Richard Pertill. Uh, it's a five-point definition. He says that a miracle is an event brought about by the power of God 
that is a temporary exception to the ordinary course of nature for the purpose of showing that God has acted in history. So in other words, it's not overturning or violating the laws of nature. You know, some critics like uh, David Hume, the famous Scottish skeptic, said, well, you know, you can't have miracles because a miracle is a violation of the laws of nature. The laws of nature can't be violated, therefore miracles aren't possible. But um, that's a misunderstanding of miracles. I'm, I'm sitting here in my office, and I, I have a pen in my hand. If I were to drop this pen, the law of gravity says it would hit the floor. But if I drop this pen and you reach out and grab it before it hits the floor, you haven't violated the law of gravity. You haven't overturned the law of gravity. You've merely intervened. And that's what God does in a miracle. It's a temporary exception. It's an intervention in the laws of nature that he himself created mm-hmm. uh, for the purpose of showing that he's acting in history. So I believe that in my life, I've had many miracles happen, whether they're big or or small. And this one I want to share with you guys was a car accident that I got into when I was 16. I had my little sister with me. She was 12. Neither one of us were wearing our seatbelts. And I know that is horrible. But we were coming off a freeway exit. And I was driving, I believe it was a 1981 Honda Prelude. It was pretty beat up, just a first-time car. And I lost brakes. I had no brakes. I, I stepped on the pedal repeatedly. There was no slowing down, not even a little bit. And this exit we were going off of was extremely short. It was probably less than 50 yards. I remember my face hitting the steering wheel and then darkness. And the next thing I remember is waking up to my little sister calling my name and the ambulance shows up, we get taken to the emergency room, and I tell you, the doctors, the paramedics, and the nurses did not know how we survived. There's no way we should have walked away from an accident where we crashed going 70 miles an hour with no seatbelts on. So for whatever reason, I am grateful that God saved my life and he saved my little sister's life that day. So I am grateful for that and I know miracles do happen. This last clip is one of my favorites. This is Michelle talking to Adam Holtz from PluggedIn.com, and he's talking about his little daughter and Peanut, her teddy bear. Adam, now, as I let you go, I want to say Merry Christmas. Uh, As we've been working together uh, for quite some time now, you've become more than just a fun person to talk about to movies um your friend Uh, we've had ups and downs and crazy fun things and in fact i have shared (laughs) this many times that since covid happened my favorite covid memory is actually of you when uh your daughter came in with peanut peanut the bear had a boo-boo and needed kissed (laughs) and you know we're we're doing this interview it's like well this is COVID. go for it kiss the bear adam kiss the bear (laughs) i needed to kiss the bear and the bear is okay i just want to report the bear made it through Hallelujah. It's another Christmas miracle. So I wanted to say Merry Christmas. You are such a delight. Merry Christmas to you too, Thank you. And I feel the same way. I look forward to talking with you every week. We get to have hopefully a conversation that is helpful to people, but one in which we have fun, and I hope that others enjoy it as well. I know I do. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, Michelle. You should give me a ho, ho, ho. Can you ho, ho, ho? I mean, you can do Kermit. Probably. You can do ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. That works. <laughs> ho, ho, that works. ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, I like it. I like it. 
you know, I wanted to give you guys kind of a sneak peek into my home. I recorded some sound that my youngest son, Isaiah, had recorded with me of him talking about being on the naughty or the nice list. And I think it is so cute. Are you on the naughty or the nice list? <laughs> naughty. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to see about that. <laughs> no, that's very nice. Oh, that's not very nice. Okay. Well, no, you are on the nice list. Santa's coming. I am very nice. Oh, he is very nice. Uh, are you sure? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, you heard it from my son Isaiah. He is, he <laughs> thinks he's on the nice list. <laughs> well, that is your after party for this week. I hope you guys have a very Merry Christmas, and we'll catch you again next week. Is she going to go? Oh, my. Oh, my.